What's going on, everybody? You are tuned in to the Give Me the Points podcast. We took another week off last week. That was on me. Um, still getting over a nasty head cold, coughing up green stuff. But we're back. I am your host, Soup, along with my partner in crime, Tyler. Um, and in the year of our Lord, 2022, it is November 9th. So there is only one song and one song only that is fitting to play for this episode. Well, you know, I have my boot camp sweater sitting right there. I will be the first person. Today, Halo 2 came out. Just another. Yes. I want to be the first person. I know it's early, but I want to be the first person to wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you as well. Evening before is not early. That seems seems appropriate. For those of you who are unsure, November 10th is the Marine Corps birthday. Um, The Marine Corps is celebrating its 247th birthday tomorrow. Um, Special day for me, man. I know, like, I hated my four years while I was in. Um but I'd do it a million times over again, met Mm. some awesome people, lifelong friends. And November 10th is something that my dad and I share together. uh, And I really do love that. So um, normally, you know, it's, he refers to me by my name or as son or whatever, but November 10th every year, the fact that we can text each other and say, happy birthday, brother. It's a cool thing. Uh It is. It is. but And then obviously Veterans Day um, is on Friday. So shout out to all you veterans out there. Uh, yeah, we got a spicy we got a spicy Friday lined up here. We're going to get some Veterans Day food, and then they opened up a Coles here. So we're going to oh, head on over baby. to Coles after. Buddy, you're going to be looking like Kirk Cousins by the end of the weekend. I know, I know. I, Dude, the amount of money I can probably spend in Coles right now, I'm like, this is a nice Nike pull. Dude, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's new, so it's just gonna feel extra. People can say what they want, man. Coles is where it's at. Yeah, well, we'll we'll, we'll see you Friday. <laughs> now, Coles cash, on the other hand, it's a fucking scam. It's just the way to get you to come back and spend more money. So I'm gonna sign up for it, is what you're saying? Oh yeah, no, dude, get it. Listen. Get a Kohl's card, um, put your first couple purchases on it, pay it off. It's a nice little credit card to build some credit um, and bank up that Kohl's cash. But the thing is, the Kohl's cash is like normally expires in a week. So you got to go back within a week. and. Spend I mean, I passed it. by on the way home from work. So, yeah. Yeah. And also, it's nice for kids clothes, kids into... shoes, kids shoes for sure. Okay. Well, well, and they always need shoes because their feet always be growing. Lord knows those little cheese blocks are always getting bigger. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, that's the reason I've never got Ami a pair of like Nikes or something nice. Cause oh, I'm no. like, she'll grow out of them. No, no. Uh, also before the football, the football, the U S world cup squad officially announced the 26th man. Fucking right. It did pretty, pretty honestly, you know, I get emotional about a lot of stuff, but yeah. I haven't watched my country play in world cup in eight years. I know, dude, Since I'm, you I'm, came I'm, down I know, and watched with me at the first apartment I had with my wife. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm super pumped for it. Uh, we've been talking about watching, watching them beat them cheeky bastards on mm-hmm. uh black Friday. So I'm super stoked for that game. Um, yeah. Did Pulisic make the roster? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, <laughs> they've got pretty much of the 11, there's like eight nailed on starters and then right. a few. Yeah. 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 It's going to be super exciting. Um, even if you're not like, listen, anybody who enjoys sports, um, even if you're not a soccer fan, you enjoy the World Cup. Yeah, don't be diplomatic about it. If you don't watch the World Cup, then fuck you. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's straightforward. Really? I mean, it's, I'm too cool to watch the sporting event that is watched by more people in the world than any other sporting event. Correct. Yeah. And even, even when the U.S. wasn't in the World Cup, it's still, still so much fun to watch. Yeah, the that's pride of all the countries and the fans. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing like it. And in four years, guess where she is? Yeah, baby. In the USA. Mm-hmm. In the US of A. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be so slick, dude. Because I know in 2025, I've got the U.S. Open at uh, Oakmont, and then in 2026, the World Cup. Um, two events that I'm super stoked to go to. My kids will be of the age to appreciate, um, especially like my daughter loves watching golf with me. I cannot wait to take her to the U.S. Open. It's going to be super cool. And then obviously take both of them to a World Cup game. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. I don't care how far I have to drive for the closest U.S. one. I'll yeah. be there. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a that's a lock on. Um, mm-hmm. They will of, have an East Coast match. The U.S. will. Yeah. No, they have, have one in Cali. They'll probably have one in Texas. Yeah. They'll probably split them up three. Yeah. Which is not smart to make them travel like that. But that's what they'll do for the fans. Did D.C. get a spot or is D.C. Uh, I believe has one. New York has one. Um, there was an Ohio that was in the running for it. I know that Ohio was in the running. But it was like Columbus or Cincinnati. Like anybody that has an MLS team was in the running. Columbus would be sick. It's three and a half hours. Yeah, but you, you know, you know, Texas is getting one, and oh, you absolutely. I can promise there will be a Mexico game at the in LA, and yeah. there will be a US game in LA. There's pretty much a guarantee. Yeah. Um, speaking of Columbus, um, I purchased my ticket to March Madness um, to go to the first and second round in March. St. Patty's Day is the um, first round. It's going to be it's going to be busy in Columbus. Yeah, um, yeah. it's going to be real busy. Um, but I found my jersey that I'm going to wear. Okay. Um, last year, I rocked a Jesus Shuttlesworth jersey from He Got Game. This year, I found on Amazon, and you're going to know who this guy is. I mean, you remember him from Notre Dame, but I found a – everybody knows I'm a Notre Dame fan, so this is perfect for St. Patty's Day. I found a Notre Dame jersey, but they're jerseys with the four-leaf clover on it, and it's a Luke Heron goatee jersey. Oh, God, that's a nice one. Dude, I was super stoked when I found it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm wearing. But yeah, college basketball tipped off this week. That's what I was going to say. I'm pumped. I, as much as I know this is mainly a, mainly a football show. like, And you know, I'm not an NBA guy. I don't despise it. I'm just not an NBA guy. But I love me some college basketball. College hoops is so much fun, dude. I, I sat down there. I was watching a uh, local game. I was watching the Pitt-UT Martin game. And it was just because it was college basketball. And I was like, dude, I have heard brawl tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's the what's the what's the beat? What's the expectations for WVU this year? It's honestly up in the air. I feel like you're looking like realistic is hovering around five hundred. Okay. But Huggins has never had two losing seasons in a row. Yeah. He brought in a lot of guys that fit the way he likes to play a Transfers. lot more. Yeah. So, like, Stevenson from South Carolina and Toussaint from, what, Iowa, I think. Um, that The kid from New York, Jose Perez, I think, is that his name? Mm-hmm. How long it's going to take? He probably would probably take a few weeks, I think, before so he, what, he was. And he, he started at D1 school. He started at Marquette. Yeah. Um, and then he left Marquette, transferred, was a walking bucket last year, averaging, like, 17 mm-hmm. a game. And now he's coming back to a D1. And a lot of, that's one thing in college. You see these kids start out at D1 schools. Um, they transfer to a mid-major, they develop, they grow, they get older, and then they come back to D1 schools. And those are, those kids are lethal, absolutely lethal on the offensive side of the ball. So yeah, yeah he'll be, he'll be fun to watch. And WVU basketball is at its best when they got New York kids. I know my realistic expectation for them is to have the chance with a few weeks left in the season to get a tournament bid. I miss 
God, when you say New York kids, dude, I just miss the Big East. Oh, I, I know. Miss- and I like I like the Big 12 for basketball. Yeah. I like watching WV in the Big 12. Big 12 basketball is awesome. But, yeah, the Big East was like, – you could just punch each other in the face in Big East basketball. <laughs> Pitt's ability to recruit under Jamie Dixon, getting the 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 New York kids, the Carl Krausers, the Sam Youngs, the the Dewan Blairs of the world. Like, dude, they were so um, fun to watch. Carl Krauser was an absolute dog. So, yeah, um, Ronald Ramon. Like those kind of guys, they were so fun to watch. Jamie Dixon, TC, he's still at TCU, right? I think they're supposed to be decent. He is still at TCU. All right. Well, that's a segue. Let's talk about it. College football playoffs. Um, the top four came out yesterday. You've got Georgia at one, Ohio State at two, Michigan at three. Um, obviously, they threw them both in there knowing that one of them is going to win the matchup in three weeks. Same thing they yeah. did with Georgia and Tennessee. And then you've got TCU coming in at the four spot. Thank God they, they stopped disrespecting them. They control yeah. their own destiny. Their whole argument about TCU is, oh, they've been down in games, this and that. And all those arguments they made for TCU would be valid if TCU was the only team they applied for. Mm-hmm. Except there was a bunch of teams it could apply to. They just chose. Here's the thing. The Big 12 Conference has a lot of good teams. Not maybe great teams, but a lot of good teams. And TCU is undefeated. Absolutely. And they're going to beat Texas this weekend. Yeah. They control their own destiny. Um, they went out. A hypothetical I was re- reading um, because we know that we know the committee has an SEC bias. Yes. And this was a scenario where not one, not two, but three SEC teams get what into could third, possibly be Ole Miss. No. Who just beat Bama? LSU, but LSU. They're sitting at the, they're sitting at the sixth spot, right behind ten. Now, hear me out. So the argument here with Notre Dame shellacking Clemson, right? Clemson's gone. I think Dunzo. the The state of the ACC. I don't care if you're a one loss ACC, you know, conference winner. You're out. The state of the ACC is a mess. Yeah. Um, the dogs take Georgia. Yeah, take, take the SEC championship. Right. Um, Ohio State beats Michigan handedly. Which I think they could. Which I do think is going to happen because Michigan does have quarterback issues. So that's your that's your one and two. The three would be Tennessee if Tennessee wins out. I, I'm telling you, Tennessee's getting in. The okay, fact wait, that wait. they only dropped them as much as they did – so the they three, because yeah, they're at the five right now. So the three they would be Tennessee if they went out. And the argument here would be if Utah wins the Pac-12 as a two. I mentioned that, did I not? Yeah, you did. Yeah. A two-loss Pac-12 team. Right. And then if TCU does not win the Big 12 and a two-loss Big 12 team wins, yeah, they made the argument that LSU as a two-loss SEC team would get in over the Pac-12 and the Big 12. They based off yeah. of their win over Alabama. They would. I think it's ludicrous because I think being in a conference championship should matter. But should. yeah, but they we know the the bias of the SEC, man. And I'm sorry, dude. If it's Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and LSU, just give Kirby, just give Kirby the chip. Yeah, the team that would have the best shot to beat them. Out of those would be Tennessee, I think. Seeing because them again, played once. this to me, the Tennessee Georgia game was the epitome of that scoreline only happens because one team plays well and the other team plays bad. Now, some of that is Georgia's doing. I, you know, I'm a dog guy. Georgia's amazing. I would like they're the class of college football right now, but yes. I mean. Hendon Hooker, he still missed a few throws he normally would hit. Not because of pressure. There was plenty of pressure in other situations, but there were I feel like there were a few more plays there to be made that he had made all year prior to that. So that'd be okay. the only team you could have a shot of beating them. I want you to name the NFL quarterbacks that are younger than both Stetson Bennett and Hendon Hooker. Justin Fields. Okay. Trevor Lawrence. Correct. Tua. 
Correct. Not Kenny Pickett. He's like 28. Dude, yeah, he's, um, he's fucking Brandon Whedon. Uh, hold on. Let me. Davis Mills. Eh, Stanford, he might have been older. Davis Mills is older. Okay. Uh, let me – hold on. Who okay? Well, you. I mean, you you named you named two of the quarterbacks that went last year. Yeah. Who's the third quarterback that got drafted last year? High. Um. Oh, Trey Lance. Okay. So the fourth quarterback then. Oh, uh, Mac Jones. No, no, no. Zach Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Boy, Wilson. Yeah. Born the same year as Lamar Jackson. A little bit younger than Lamar. A couple months. Two months younger than Kyler Murray. Older than Justin Herbert. Jalen Hurts. Older than Jalen Hurts. How insane is that? That's crazy. Stetson Bennett and Hendon Hooker are both older than mm -hmm. the, the argument for MVP this year. Already an NFL MVP in Lamar Jackson. Justin Herbert, who is thought as across the board, as one of the most promising young quarterbacks and already an absolute stud. And then the entire draft class basically last year yeah. of Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, um, and then two of the year prior. Uh, it's it's nuts. Yeah. Tyler Murray, who the fucking feels like he's been in the league for 10 years already. Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah. And, I mean, that's that's college now though, dude. You're gonna have you're gonna have more and more guys. There's a there's a kid, um, due to redshirting and I mean he's he's irrelevant. I forget the kid's name, but I saw this the other day. Due to redshirting injuries and the transfer portal, he's like in his seventh or eighth season of college football. I saw that too. He's an eighth like, year or something. Yeah, I don't know how the eighth fight. He's at like a max school. I mean, you get, you're going to, there's probably a medical red shirt in there at some point. Yeah. There's like a medical red shirt and a red shirt and COVID red portal shirt. because he transferred early enough that the year didn't count. And it's like, yeah, dude, he's like 28 years old and he's a senior. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Enough of that. Um, yeah. NFL, we took a week off. Um, I want to recap the last week that we were on here because mm, it was almost a, such a good week. But what do you mean? Almost such a good, it was an amazing, we won 17 units. It was an amazing week, but if the bills cover, it's an incredible. Well, week. I can't get out of my head. What if the bills covered if the bills <laughs> cover? It's a 24 unit week. Yeah, I know. But we still took 16.99. Yeah. Because I forget we did hit the, the money line parlay. Yes. still. it was just yes. the, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so let me. I'm gonna pull that up here real quick. Um, all right, so those plays were. Let's see. All right, so I'm gonna go backwards from the Monday night game into the Sunday games. Um, we had okay. the under 46 and a half in the Browns Bengals game that finished at 45. We had Buffalo minus 10 and a half. They won by 10. So that was. Um, that was our only loss of the week. Um, and then we had Washington plus three. They beat Indy outright. We had San Fran money line. They shellacked the Rams. We had the three-way big favorite money line parlay for five units. That was Philly to Philly to beat the Steelers. They won by 22. Dallas to beat the Bears. They won by 20. And Buffalo to beat the Packers. They won by 10. Then we had Philly minus 10. They obviously, like I said, they won by 22. We had the under 41 and a half in the Pats Jets game. We had Dallas minus nine and a half. They won by 20. We had the over 51 and a half in the Dolphins uh, Lions game, which hit by halftime. Uh, and then we had the over 49 in the Arizona Minnesota game, which ended up hitting 60 points. We murdered. That was yeah. such a good week. Week mm -hmm. eight was great. Um, so we thought, you know, let's take a week off and come back because it worked last time. Um, so for the year, that puts us, before we get into this, for the year, that puts us up 26 units. So we are seven units away from doubling the bankroll. Um, we are one game over the halfway point through the season. Um, so we repeat this performance in the second half of the season. Um, walk out of here up 52 units. 
I think that would be a pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll do. do, donkey. That'll do. All right, let's get in the Thursday night game. Um, dude, we talked so much shit on this game two weeks ago, and it turned out to be fantastic. I know, I know. It was an insane ending. Um, I don't expect that this time around, but you have the Falcons at the Panthers. Panthers getting two and a half at home, over under 42 and a half. Um, personally, I like the Panthers plus the two and a half here. I think, I look at it this way, which is crazy. Who do I trust more at quarterback right now? Yes, P.J. Walker was bad last week, but I is he I think starting? I trust, is he is he starting? He again? is. Yes, he okay. is the starter. He got the job. Baker came in for some garbage points, but P.J. P.J. Walker's starting. Um, I trust P.J. Walker more than Marcus Mariota at this point. Well, I trust. Let me throw a devil's advocate. Marcus right. Mariota is not really a quarterback. He's a glorified handoff man. <laughs> he is. And you know what's crazy? I actually think I trust the Panthers' run game more than the Falcons' run game. Yeah. Um, and I definitely trust the Panthers defense as a whole unit over the Falcons defense here. Yeah, it's um, never the worst thing to side with the road team or the home team on a Thursday night game. Thursday night as a dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, as well as I would make an argument for the under here, but I yeah. do like, I think, I think I like the Panthers money line. I think, the, I think the Panthers win this game. Yeah. But when we like the money line for take the, the under, we take the points, we take the two and a half. <laughs> So yeah. I, to start it off for Thursday night, um, do we agree here? Panthers plus two and a half. Yes, I agree with okay. that. So uh, I would say just go unit and a half, our, our um, staple bet there. Okay. Not a London game, but a Munich game. We're going to Germany, baby. This is not a cop-out when I say it being in Germany and that's like a whole new, I, I, I don't know. Like, is that really, is it going to matter? It's only an extra hour time difference, but it's like, we haven't seen a team play in Germany before. So like, I don't know. Like Gino has been amazing this year. What if Gino goes to Germany and sucks dick? I, I don't know. And what, and yeah, I mean, what if Tom goes to Germany and he balls out? Cause he hasn't done that. That's what I mean. Like it. Can we just talk about how unhealthy he looks? Yeah, incredibly. Like he, dude, he doesn't look good. I mean, obviously, it's emotional stress. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, he does not. And I, I've never seen Tom Brady so excited to win such a miserable game. I know he was well because he did win it in Tom fashion. Oh my god, God, was that that was just so textbook. Those yeah. final fifty-two seconds, as soon as they completed the first pass, I was like, man. They're going to do it. How many times has he made game-winning drives off defenses playing him, giving him college throws? Just eight yards and out of bounds and repeat. And he'll hit you one over the middle and spike it. But if you give him that, he'll take it the whole way down the field. I mean, you can't let Scotty Miller run an eight-yard out route three times. No, over and over and over, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like Seattle. talk about how Geno Smith is like – like freaking good. Yeah, I know he's he's good, dude. Um I think I like the under more than anything here. The, the under is what stuck out to me too, actually. Yeah, I know Tampa Bay's defense is a little banged up here. Um, but the the the, the time travel not the time travel, but the uh the traveling and the, the time zones. Um I think Seattle relies heavily on Kenneth Walker in this game. And Tampa's offense has shown me nothing to make me think that they're going to put up 28 points in this game. No, I, this, I feel like 2017, 2117, some, somewhere right in that yeah. range. Yeah. So I like the under 44 and a half in that Munich game. Yeah. In Munich. And if they come out and both score 30 points, we chalk it up to Germany. Yeah. We chalk it up and we say, listen, we got a 930 Germany game, which was a banger. We just have to hope there's no blitzkrieg of points this weekend. That's oh, all. well done. <laughs> well done. All right. Uh, I've got a pretty strong opinion here. Uh, Browns at the Dolphins. The Dolphins minus three and a half over under 48 and a half. I would like to see where you lie here. Well, we had texted about Dolphins over as a lock, but now they come up against the like one of the few offenses I think stink. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I love the Dolphins to 
to cover this. Yes, that's where I'm because at. Because the Dolphins are good, and Tua doesn't lose when he starts, apparently. Yeah. And here's and the one he, thing. So, yes, Justin Fields ran for 178 yards against them. That's also Justin Fields. Correct. But what has been the one thing that Miami's defense has done well this year? Stop the run. Yeah, running back. Running run. backs. <laughs> yeah. Um, And that is the sole strength of uh, the Browns here. So if they can maintain Nick Chubb, I expect them to win this game. I kind of like the under as well because I think it's just juiced up a little bit too much based off of their, you know, their recent games. Um, but the Browns. Mm, Are no. we buying it down to minus three? Yes, that's okay. what I like. I like two units on the Dolphins minus three here. Okay. I like it as well. Fins minus three for two. All right. Hmm. I hate to do this, man. Jags at Chiefs. This line was 11 and a half, and now that it got under 10, Jags at Chiefs, Chiefs minus nine and a half, over under at 50 and a half. Go ahead. We'll play what you want. I just. I know they're playing super close games. Like, I know everything's close with them right now. It, it has been. That's the thing. Like, no matter how good or bad of a team they've played, it's it's a one-score game, other than their two blowout, blowout wins they had, obviously. But, you know, they played good teams and had it in a one-score game. They played shit teams and had it in a one-score game. They are, like, the thing with Jacksonville, it is very easy. So, I'll talk numbers here, right? Not even me fan of what I see with my eyes. It's really easy to look at them and be like, it's the Jags. They suck. All right. They are a middle-of-the-road decent team, probably right. more so than their record reflects. They're realistically probably more of like a four-and-five team. They move the ball. Trevor Lawrence has good numbers. They move the ball fine. I think they're like top five in yards per game or first downs per game. They're pretty, pretty. Their issue is – when Trevor Lawrence has made mistakes this year, they're really bad mistakes in really bad areas. You can't make them. Yeah. And they have red zone problems. Right. And those are the two biggest issues because they move the ball fine. And, you know, the D is not bad. They've got athletes. They've had disappointing weeks. They've had really good weeks. So all I know is nine and a half is a lot, but the chiefs are also the chiefs. So I, I don't know. I mean, look, if you like the Chiefs and feel strongly about it, I won't argue with you. I just – I see – I've watched, you know, nine games of close games. So I, I know. Um, and that over is really high because if it was oh, in the mid-40s, I'd like it over. Yeah. But that's um, really high. <laughs> so what if we table the Chiefs' money line and look forward in a parlay? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, all right. I like that. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna put the Chiefs aside here. We're gonna put Chiefs money line aside, and we're gonna see what else we come up with here. Um, I kind of I kind of really like this next favorite money line, and it's a little bit lower. You have the Texans at the Giants. Giants only giving four and a half points here, coming off a bye at home, over under at forty one. Um, you have a. Davis Mills is playing like Daniel Jones of two years ago. It is just mistake, really terrible. mistake after mistake after mistake. And Daniel Jones has been smart, athletic, consistent, mm -hmm. playing within his means. They Listen, the Texans can only give Damian Pierce the ball so many times to try and keep this game close. I think the Giants minus four and a half as well as the Giants money line in with the Chiefs money line is a good play here. I do too. You know what Daniel Jones this year reminds me of? Okay, so he's never going to be a good quarterback. But Stop saying that. Aaron Dable's not letting him beat himself. Stop, Stop saying that Daniel Jones is never going to be good. He's not. He's not going to lead his team to victory and be the reason they win and go far. He's managed. He reminds me of Blake Bortles 2017. When the Jags had the good defense and they could run the ball and Bortles just like did what they needed him to. And he what didn't lose the games. Who's another big 
strong, athletic quarterback who looked stop. stop. Who's stop. another big, stop. strong, athletic quarterback who looked bad, bad, bad? His first two years in the league turned it around a little bit. His third year and is now E L I T E. Yeah, the quarterback that every bad quarterback's going to get compared to for the next twenty years and say, but "Well, not all be- of them have the same build in the same play style and the same um, the same ability potential, same potential." I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be as good or better than Josh Allen, but I'm saying that Daniel Jones, under the right coaching in the right development, can be a good quarterback in the NFL. I've, dude, I've. Listen, I've been on. I'll, leave, I'll I'll give you middle of the road, and I'm I will die on the Danny Dimes train. I know. I wanted I New England know. to take him coming out of Duke. I like Daniel Jones, and I will die on this hill. He's fine for the way they're he's coaching the team now in the offense. They're having them play for sure because he is athletic. Dude, I mean, give him somebody to throw the ball to. He doesn't have weapons. No. And number one receivers are really, really important. Go look at all the young quarterbacks that are really good and then look at what Daniel Jones has had, what Justin Fields has had, what Trevor Lawrence has to throw to, what Mac Jones has to throw to. Yes. Number one receivers are really – Justin – I love Justin Herbert. He came into the league and was able to throw the ball to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Right. I mean that's and, and look look what happens when they're out. They're so yeah. important. Mm-hmm. They are. Now it takes a good quarterback to maximize them, but you need both of them. Yes. That's why, since we haven't been on the podcast to talk, Calvin Ridley. Ooh, I'm excited. Oh, baby. What a fucking steal. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Limited mileage on a guy mm-hmm. who's not like so here's my thing. Trading a conditional fourth that could become a third. Or no, it's. I think it's a fi- the f- one of them. The fifth could end up becoming like a second. Is it? If they sign him to a long term deal after the season, and if they do that, it's because he's a number one receiver and exactly. play to make. So, regardless, what my argument here is: if Calvin Ridley were suspended for, say, like Josh Gordon or Mart- Martavis Bryant, if it were something like like drug related, yeah. Um, or if it were something conduct related, then sure, it could be you know a repeat offender. It could be a problem. This is not going to be a problem. No, the kid bet fifteen hundred dollars on games on his own team when he wasn't even playing. This is not an issue. This is no. the dumbest suspension the NFL has ever handed out. This is thought of by corners, receivers, everybody in the league as one of the top three route runners in the NFL with he's mileage, this kid is, um, he's so good. Yeah, he's an elite receiver. He's awesome. And the bears gave up a fucking second rounder for chase Claypool. I know. Listen, obviously I'm going to defend Jacksonville in a sense till I die, but they organizationally don't do very many smart things. What a trade. This was smart. Yeah. This was smart. Yes, it was. And, Boy, if Christian Kirk is a number two receiver. I know because Christian Kirk's a good player. Oh, he's not he's some alpha dog outside receiver, but he's yeah. – I would venture to say he's on the elite side of slot receivers. Hey, he's that, a, that, that final you know? touchdown drive they had where Trevor Lawrence hit him five times. Yeah. Um, was That was just textbook, good route running finding the open spots in the zone, and just being a good receiver for your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trevor looked really good this game, too. It was yeah. a big big game for him, big step in the right. right direction. So Giants minus four and a half. Yes. Um, I say minus four. Yeah. 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 All right, Giants minus four for two units, and then we'll look for one more favorite to add. Or one, it doesn't even have to be a favorite. Maybe a dog we love. But Giants money line. KC money line in a parlay right now. Yeah. Yeah. Minus four. We sneak that 2117 push in there if needed. Boom. And you know, you know what a push is to win. Win. We didn't lose money. That's right. All right. Interesting game here. Um, mm. Line opened at seven and a half. Josh Allen misses practice today, down to three and a half. Vikings at the Bills. 
I can't say anything unless we know if he's healthy because I would love the over if correct. But like if he's, you know, this is I would also like the Bills to cover with like a good bounce back game. But Absolutely. again, if he's not healthy, I'm not saying Case Keenum is bad, but like the Vikings are good. They're obviously. So the Vikings know. are good. They're not as good as their record. No. No, they're not. They are not a seven and one football team. Well, we did pick them to win the division, so props to us. They're winning the division plus, with their eyes closed. Plus three hundred. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to pass in this game and look at a player prop. Maybe come back and play it once there's more clarification on Josh. If we Allen. get Josh Allen clarification, that line and over under is going to change. It's going to go back up to seven and a half. Yeah, it's going to go back right back up to what it opened at. Yeah. If somebody's cheeky and wants to throw money on the over, hoping he's healthy and plays, I wouldn't say not to. But I, can't I, I wouldn't not. say. I, listen, you could make the argument either way. You could say, as far as the spread goes, you could say if you want to bet the Vikings plus three and a half here. If Case Keenum plays, boom, I love that. Mm-hmm. If you want to bet the Bills at minus three and a half here, and Josh Allen plays, I love that. Yeah, but it is such a huge question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, because they can they can keep him out this game. Miami is the problem, which makes me think that Josh Allen's going to go. If Miami wasn't right on their tail for the division, I would say that Josh Allen could sit this game and get healthy for the home stretch. But I think McDermott's smart enough. I think Josh Allen's smart enough, and I think that entire organization is smart enough to realize winning the division, yes, it's important. But what's more important is having a healthy Josh Allen come playoff time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting. We'll have to see what happens tomorrow. Um, quarterbacks are one one player that can not practice the entire week and then come out and play on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So, all right. Next game. Oh boy. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Broncos at the Titans. The Titans minus two. The over under at thirty seven. What are you gonna do? Can the Broncos put an offensive performance together coming off a bye? That's what I thought, too. So why not the over 37 points here? Yeah. Why not? so low. I mean, Derek Henry's good for 14 points on his own. Although the Broncos do have a really good defense. The the Broncos have a very good pass defense. Yeah. That's not the Titans' strength. The Titans' strength is – No, but you could probably put 10 in the box – I don't know. I mean, that is low. Over. Speaking of speaking of the Broncos' pass defense, Pat Sertan is a dog. Yeah, he's really good. Dude, he's so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's up there for defensive player of the year. Yeah. Like, he's in that argument. He is super good. It's, it's incredible genetics. Like, it's just so – it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see Tua, and then you see Baby, baby Tagovailoa at, at Maryland – it's just it, genetics in sports is incredible. Yeah. People say it's not, you know, no, genetics matter. Genetics matter. Yeah. The Watt family, family with Jacoby and Julio and Chandler. <laughs> yeah. When you hit the genetic lottery, you hit no. it. No. Chandler, it's Chandler Jones, Arthur Jones, and John Jones. Isn't I thought Jacoby was like a cousin or something too? Oh yeah, yeah, cousin. I, I'm talking brother. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's blood relation in there. Brother, somewhere. Brother-wise, you had yeah. a, a super good, um, obviously, defensive uh, defensive end in Chandler Jones. Um, you obviously have one of the elite mixed martial artists to ever walk the earth in John Jones, and Arthur Jones didn't have a bad career himself. Mm-mm. John Jones, as you know, I'm just the most basic level casual MMA fan. One of the few fighters that ever made me like I needed to watch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, listen. Dale's got a very strong opinion on John Jones because he hates cheaters, and I understand he he pop for steroids, but still unbelievable. Dale thinks that Barry Bonds shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. That's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. Steroids didn't help him put the bat on the baseball. Correct. And John Jones got caught for steroids. You think he's the only pro fighter juicing or taking shit? No, there's a ton of them that get popped. Exactly. And he beat the shit out of everybody, and he's really fun to watch, Dale. So Yeah, yeah. Yes, agreed. All right. Um, So, yeah, over 37 here. Why not? Yes. Unit and a half? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Lions at the Bears. Dude, did we ever think this year we were going to get the Bears as a three-point favorite? Wow, dude, I don't. We I, love kind of... the, I love the Bears in this game. Yeah, the Lions. Justin Fields is developing. Justin Fields looks good. He looks composed. He mm-hmm. looks smart. And what a what a great matchup for him to go against this Swiss cheese defense of the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the over I 48 was... and a half. I kind of like the under, honestly. Yeah, that's a lot when the Lions suck. They do suck. I wish they didn't suck. And if Fields comes out and throws up a stinker and they score 13 points. Then, yeah. I mean, they're not going to lose 37-13. No. So I like the under 48 and a half here. Okay, same. All right. All right, 48.5 under Bears. And the Lions aren't, like, decent team bad record. Like, the Lions suck. Yeah, they suck. Their defense is so miserable. Mm Mm-hmm. So miserable. Hmm. Hmm. Dude. Hmm. Saints at the Steelers coming Saints off a bye. Bye. Seven, not a million. We can't make a play here. We disagree. I think the Steelers are going to win this game. Dude, I don't know. Here's my thinking. So Dennis Allen's a vet, right? Okay. Defensive guy. Yeah. Defensive gurus give rookie quarterbacks troubles. I know Kenny Pickett's as old as us, but he is still a rookie. Yeah. He wears fucking gloves on his hand, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's going to be cold as piss Sunday, like around freezing. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be cold. It's not going to be Najee couldn't run through a hole if it was the size of a barn door right now. Yeah. They traded Claypool, so there's a weapon gone. Yeah, yes. Uh, Andy Dalton can dink and dunk. Kamara can have another 10 catch game. I don't know. I just, you really telling me you, you favoring Kenny Pickett to win a game, dude. I know. Listen, I listen. I have been down on them all year, preseason, everything. This is just coming off a bye at home. Just has that feel of Mike Tomlin squeaking out an ugly win against the guy that they've seen a lot in Andy Dalton. They have seen him a lot. They've but... seen a lot of Andy Dalton and, and Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I know. I just, are we sure Mike Tomlin used the buy to prep and he wasn't just like being a bro hanging out with the boys? Hanging out with Joey Porter. Yeah. Kicking it at high school football games. I, I mean, like if that happened, it's, it wouldn't shock me at all. But like, but the Steelers suck. I know they suck. He did walk back. Yeah. That's big. It is big because he'll create a turnover on his own. That is, yeah, that is, that's big. Um, all right, we'll pass on it. We'll pass on it. That's fine. Okay. That's okay. Fine. That's fine. Um, that yeah, under- well, I'm sorry. The weather, the weather, the weather probably hit. <laughs> 38 degrees of a high on Sunday. So, yes. yeah, it's yeah. going to be cold. It's going to be cold. Mm-hmm. All right. Colts at the Raiders. Raiders minus six. Over under 42. Give me the Raiders to cover. Dude, Sam Ellinger sucks. Sam Ellinger showed a couple flashes against Washington. Okay. Um, and normally, normally, I like teams to rally for an interim head coach here. But I don't believe anybody in the Indy organization outside of Jim Irsay believed that Frank Reich should have been fired. I also what what do they do? And Jeff Saturday? That's just stupid. That's just trying to make the fans happy by by giving yeah. giving a legend uh, a a coaching. Jeff Saturday was like, "Why am I getting this position?" Mm-hmm. Dude, when they asked Peyton Manning on the Manning broadcast how he felt about his buddy Jeff Saturday getting the spot, he was like, "Yeah, I mean Jeff's Jeff's a good guy." <laughs> like he couldn't even be like, yeah, like he deserves this mm-hmm. because Manning's also really good friends with Frank Reich. And he knows Frank Reich is going to be a head coach again. Yes. Yeah, like so he's going to go be an offensive coordinator somewhere. I don't even think he'll take an OC job. 
The Colts owe him so much money. I don't think he'll take an OC job. I think he's going to go straight back into head coach. I would take him if, like, he wanted to come work with his buddy Doug as an analyst for the rest of the season. <laughs> Ready for this? Here's my prediction. Okay. Tomlin gets fired. Frank Reich's the next head coach of the Steelers. Okay. Andy Reid retires, next head coach of the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, never yeah, I'm sure Biennemi's not going to be the head coach if Andy Reid retires. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Come on now. Um. Yeah, I disagree here. I disagree on this. I think the Colts covered the six, but that's fine. We can pass. We can look at it. No, I don't. The Raiders. No, no. Yeah. I don't want to talk. You, you, you were instant with the Raiders. This is, this is a democracy. Yeah. That over under is right where it needs to be to make me not want to touch it too. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Cowboys at the pack going to Lambeau. Rogers getting five points at home over under 43. Mike McCarthy coming back to Green Bay. Mike McCarthy's not going to be a turd and pull a Mike McCarthy game, is he? I think he is. Because I think he is. What travels the best? Defense. I know. I know it does. Coming off a bye. Yeah. Defense coming off a bye. Like I feel like Aaron's done. Like mentally, he's just so out. mentally checked out, man. If I felt like that was still Aaron Rodgers, I feel like physically he's still decently close to Aaron, but like mentally, man, I think he's just so frustrated with his with. And here's the thing: like, I I watched a lot of the game last week. He missed some throws, and then he was like mad at the receiver. Like, dude, you overthrew him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's just mad about the whole situation. Yeah. He oh. is due a random week where he connects on like two deep balls, isn't he? Go home and check your bank account, Aaron, and remind yourself yeah. why you came back. Yeah, right. I mean, this game's weird to me because mm-hmm. it's really tough for me to take Dallas to cover five in Green Bay. But at the same point in time, my brain is defense travels. The Cowboys are coming off a bye. But Mike McCarthy's a fucking turd. He's a turd, and they're committed to Zeke. Where I think is they he should playing this week. I'm sure. I'm sure Jerry Jones will juice you him. You think up. so? Two weeks off. Yeah, because like this also feels like a game that Dak could play bad on the road. Um, if it's cold here, one can oh, assume yeah. it's going to be, cool. be cold. Yeah, you know it's. Let's see. Let's check this out. Um, Green Bay, Wisconsin. How cold? Cold. High of 31. Dude. Cold. Dude, what if Roger's in the cold? Like cold. I can't. I don't want to play anything here. That's that's a that's a that's a run heavy game. That's cold. Yeah, I don't want to play anything here. No, I'll pass. Yeah. Pass, pass, pass. All right. Cardinals at the Rams. The Rams somehow a favorite. At home, minus one and a half, over under 41 and a half. Just give me the over. Cardinals defense stinks. Um, DeAndre Hopkins sees about 47 targets a game. They're do we still the like the over if uh, Stafford can't go? I did see that. I did see Stafford. Yeah, the concussion protocol thing. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a, maybe a wait. Maybe a, we'll, pay, we'll wait on playing that over. Yes, because I if it's Stafford getting even as mess as much of a mess as the Rams are, I mean Cooper Cup's probably good for twenty. Yeah, he's good for he's good for two big plays, and that'll be their offense. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Chargers at the 49ers. The 49ers giving seven and a half at home here, coming off a bye. Bosa back over under forty five and a half here. Debo maybe back. Um, seven and a half is a lot of points, but it's a lot of points. But I good. think the 49ers spank them, they're good, yes, they're very they're good. good. And the Chargers are, I mean, like, there's a lot of potential there if they get fully healthy and this and that, but they're just kind of a play that interests me here is looking at Justin Herbert's passing yards. Um, because I think they're going to be behind, and I think he's just going to have to throw the ball. Like, there's yeah. not an option. 
Um, so I would like to look at Herbert's passing yards as the week goes on. So I wouldn't say have we added a third team into our Well, it's the Monday night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's that's easy. That that's an easy pick. It's the Monday night game. Um so we'll we'll table that one. The Monday night game. You have the commanding Redskins and Taylor Heineke at the Eagles. Eagles minus ten and a half, over under 44. Um, give me the Eagles minus 10. Give me the over 44. Give me the Eagles money line in the parlay. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let me throw a little caveat that I'm admitting now. One of these weeks, the Eagles will burn us when they lose a game because they will. Yeah. But they're going to win probably every other one of them except the one or two they lose with that schedule. I am not a team is bad because they haven't beat anybody to guy. But uh, realistically, they don't have a lot of hard games left. Agreed. So um, they'll lose maybe one or two games, but it ain't going to be this week. Well, they, they have two ugly wins on the schedule already. Um, the win over the Lions and the win over the Cardinals. Let's throw the Lions one out and not call it ugly. It was week one. And it was, a, were, it was a really late backdoor cover. Yeah, and they were cruising. Yeah. But the Cardinals win was ugly. It was ugly. It was an ugly win. But it was, it was a, a win's a win. Um, yeah. But so the over 44 because – we like the poor man's Brett Favre to get some points here. We um, like the Heine liquor. Dude, I fuck Taylor Heineke. I love watching this kid play football. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't get it. He almost this- beat Brady in the playoffs the year that they oh, won the Super Bowl. Dude, when he ran really that touchdown in, madness. Yeah. Absolute yeah. madness. <laughs> uh, over 44. That's We'll do a unit. No, we no two units. We both like that. We both like um, everything we mentioned. Eagles. Minus 10, two units, and then the Eagles money line in with the Giants and the Queefs. Um, let me get you know, I'll be actively rooting for this parlay to lose, right? That's okay with you. I agree that it's a good play. I know, I know you will. That's fine. Um, so Chiefs money line with the Giants money line with the Eagles money line. That is plus 125. I like four units to win five. I thought four as well. Okay. Good call. All right. So we're going to run back through this here. We are, oh man, we're going to, we're going to get done right at an hour. This is perfect. All right. So the Thursday night game is the Falcons at the Panthers. We like a unit and a half on the Panthers plus two and a half. Um, the Munich game, we like the under 44 and a half in the Seahawks Bucks. Um, the Dolphins game, Finns minus three. That's a two unit play. Um, the Chiefs money line is going to be in the parlay. The Giants minus four, two unit play. Vikings Bills, we're waiting on a Josh Allen update. The Broncos Titans. We like the over 37 in the Broncos-Titans game. That's a one-and-a-half unit play. I did not like that. Vegas is just stealing all our money because they're like, we'll put it at 37. They can't resist. <laughs> exactly. These fucking donkeys. Um, Lions at the Bears. We like the under 48-and-a-half in the Lions-Bears game for a unit-and-a-half. <clears throat> Saints-Steelers, we're at, we're at a difference there. We're going to pass. Colts-Raiders, we're at a difference. We're going to pass. Uh, Cowboys Packers, we can make an argument either side. So the smart play here is to pass on this. That one's a head versus heart argument, really. Absolutely. Uh, Cardinals Rams, we're going to wait to see uh, Stafford's status as far as the concussion goes. That's going to be a dog shit game, by the way. It's going to be awful. Yeah, but then watch. It'll be 35-33. I know. Game of the day. Yeah. Chargers 49ers. Uh, we're going we're gonna to look at Justin Herbert's passing yards in that game. And then the Commanders at the Eagles. We've got two units on the over 44, two units on the Eagles minus 10, as well as the Eagles money line. That completes our money line parlay of the Giants, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. Four units to win five. So that puts us at one and a half, three, four and a half, 
6, 10, 14, 18 units on the table. 18 units on the table. Um, let's see. What's the what's the top 25 matchups in college this week? That's what I'm pulling it up right now. Perfect. I appreciate you. You know, we listen, there's a system here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's run through quick. Uh, top 25, Alabama Ole Miss. Okay. Um, what's the uh, what's the um line on that? Alabama minus twelve. I dude, I like Ole Miss to cover that. Alabama doesn't really have a great defense this year, and no, they don't. Maybe the over. Well, it's got to be in the mid sixties. Sixty four and a half. Yeah, for fucking ooh, shocker, mid six right there. Yeah. Um, LSU is only a three point favorite at Arkansas. Emotional um, high. Yeah, but as much of a fucking dweeb as he is, he's a good coach. Is he going to let them ride that emotional high? And Jaden Daniels is good. Yes, he is. Right, I, um, I actually like LSU minus three there. That's <coughs> I agree. Um, any other interesting games here? <clears throat> yeah, I, I'd be lying to you if I said I knew enough UCF about the <laughs> Oregon, Washington. Oregon by 13, over under 72 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's a um, lot of points. But have you seen Oregon's scores as of late, man? I know, but that's a lot. Dude, both these teams put up stupid. I think they both uh, average over 40 a game. So, so it's a Pac-12, man. They don't uh, play defense. I also like TCU minus, or plus seven a lot. That's a lot of points for the number four team in the I'm country. I'm sorry. TCU's getting seven at Texas? Yes, it's Texas yeah. minus seven. Yeah. No, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give me TCU money line. That's going to be a play. Yes. We're going to play TCU money line. Yeah. Um, I also like – let's – North Carolina is like, a dog on the road at Wake Forest. Yeah, and I like Kansas State to go on the road and beat Baylor too. Yeah, I can yeah, see Baylor that. favored by two and a half. I mean, Baylor's um, good. The Saturday night game, sneaky good game. Syracuse and Florida State, sneaky dude. It's it's good to see Florida State good again. Mm-hmm. It needs that. I know, like neither one of us are Florida State fans. But it's Florida, seeing no, it's Florida good State good, and seeing USC good, that 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 brings the feels back of growing up watching college football. Yeah, as long as Texas is never back. No, well, they never will be back. Even though you know, yeah, that's ah, uh, I don't know, man. It's gonna be Florida really tough for me. Eight against South Carolina. That's a lot for Florida. It's gonna Everybody. be really tough for me to not kind of cheer for Texas. Once Arch is there. Well, sure, of course, but that's a pass. That's a special, yeah. you know. It's going to be tough for me not to cheer for that kid. Because I just, I don't, if you I mean, don't. I mean, will be the starter again next year, though, so. Yeah. If you dislike Peyton Manning or Eli Manning, you're a dweeb. Or a, or a Patriots fan that is so bitter about the two losses, he can't get past the six wins. Dude, yeah, listen, and yeah. that's coming from a New England fan. Yeah. Eli like if Manning's the Pats great. won two Super Bowls and <laughs> lost two, like, Different okay, stories. two's still great. There's fans that would love to have two in there. But if you only won two and you lost two to Eli, it's like, okay, but no, that's not how it was. <laughs> like, I can say this wholeheartedly, and people are going to say, no, you don't mean that. You're a liar, blah, blah, blah. You're just saying. If New England never wins another Super Bowl, I'm okay. If I'm, any, there's I'm a okay. Patriot fan your age that isn't okay with that. They're a fucking asshole. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm I okay. Watch if New England's never win another Stanley Cup, and that's not even on the level of New England. Right. Yes. It, I mean, it's comparable because hockey is it's different sport, but yeah, that's right. As a fan, and uh, people are gonna be like, "Wow, what a fucking bandwagon fan." Um. Watching New England win six. Um, watching Kobe and the Lakers. Uh, Kobe bring home his five. Um, and then watching the Penguins. 
I'm okay. Yeah. I've the only thing I was missing, the only thing I was missing was last year fulfilled, watching Georgia finally win a natty. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I was missing, and now I've got it. Obviously, as you know, with Jacksonville and Mountaineers, yeah, that's You'll just miserable. But Gators have had some highs, not recently. Some. Chelsea has won everything a soccer team can win. I mean, they've won the Champions League twice in the past 10 years, so that's – The Gators had some highs. So, well, okay, the Gators had, you know, just College, a couple – In, good, good in football, football and basketball. basketball, they had a couple of the best teams ever. I mean, goodness gracious. Not not recently, though. Honestly. I mean, no. recently, yeah, yeah. but – Yeah, and to end, you know, the fandom thing, you might – People might think I'm being dramatic. I uh, I would happily never watch sports again if the U.S. won the World Cup this year. I would make that trade <laughs> because I could watch that on repeat for the rest of my life and be content. But I do have a prediction, an honest prediction, that they make the quarterfinals. Quarterfinal, that'd be, dude, that'd be so sick. It'd be amazing. You imagine them winning around a 16 game because oh my God. realistically they're going to finish second in their group. Um, yeah. And I had sneakily had Senegal finishing their group top above the <laughs> Netherlands, except now Saudi Omane is out for the World Cup. So, you know, that's like a top 10 player in the world, yeah. Ballon d'Or finalists. So that hurts Senegal. So you're probably looking at Netherlands in the round of 16 for the U.S., because that's who the way matched up against is the winner of Group A as runner-up in Group B. Assuming runner-up in Group B, that's the more likely scenario. Yeah. But the Netherlands is better than France. It's better than Argentina. Better than Brazil. You know, better than getting Germany. So they could have a chance. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I'm super. Yeah. All right. All right. We're at an hour and two minutes. That's all I've got. Um, again, to any of you listening that were in the Marine Corps, happy birthday to you, um, as well as any of the veterans or active duty military members, um, happy veterans day. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And, um, fuck John Fetterman won. Damn. <sighs> Uncle Fester. He yeah. is fucking stupid, man. I, know oh. I enjoyed as a West Virginia resident that gets PA, like, you know, Pittsburgh stations watching his, these fucking stupid commercials. Oh. And I, I think Herschel Walker needs to demand a recount in Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's 99% reported he's down 35,000 votes. Recount. That man did not lose. In Georgia, no, but PA, like, yeah. Did I ever tell you my so you, my buddy Brian that I was stationed with, Florida Gators fan? Um, he met Herschel Walker at uh, at a gym, and he got a video with him, and he got that son of a bitch to do the Gator Chomp. Really? Yeah. Herschel seems like he'd just be a good dude. Yeah, outside of like the murder or what would he have allegations of raping a bunch of people? Well allegations, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Santos twenty twenty four. What? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. I won't be shocked. No, if you want somebody that'll win by a landslide, that's your guy. That's your guy. All right, guys. Um that's it. That's all we've got. Uh look for those other plays on the on the pet games we passed on on social media. As always, follow us on Instagram at Give Me the Points. Follow us on the Action Network, where all the plays are posted. Um, gonna wait a couple, probably probably a week or two before college basketball plays start going up. Got to see where these teams are really at. Um, first couple weeks of college basketball, absolute madness. Had some some eighteen and nineteen point dogs take take wins on the opening night, which was absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a parlay. There were five teams. If you would have taken 100 bucks on those five teams' money line against like Florida State, um, four other big teams that lost, 
it'd have been a hundred bucks to win one point one million. Yeah. <laughs> and even better for degenerates, right? So the World Cup starting group stage matches, you you bastards can wake up at five AM and watch something you bet money on. Absolutely. Those early matches. You got like five, eight, eleven, and two, I think are the times for the games. Yeah, I hope they don't plan on me functioning at work. Yeah, literally. If they they don't think I'm going to be streaming. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. Um, Because you mentioned Najee, and I wanted to mention it. I was in on a uh, Liz Franck uh, injury, surgery today. Um, And I stood there, and the surgeon explained it to me, and he really showed me, like, you know, in the foot um, with the tendon. He said, when that bone breaks, it causes a gap. So every time they step and plant, that gap gets larger and that tendon gets stuck in the gap. So when they, you know, when they um, relax their foot, that tendon gets pinched. And it was super interesting because we talk about the running back killer, that being that injury, then to see the surgery and actually really understand it. Um, it was pretty cool to watch him repair it. So can we ask honestly how ETN is still that explosive? It's kind of insane. He had a good surgeon. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, because that dude, I mean, I think he's a very good running back. Like, he's really oh, impressed Like, his vision, his toughness. Like, he's better than I thought. Yeah. But just simply talking explosive speed, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's super good. All right, that's it. Uh, we'll talk to you guys on social media. And uh, we will be back next Wednesday. I'm not taking a week off again. I think I got through my my bad. I don't think you're not. We'll just say we're gonna be here, and you're not getting sick. Well, no, dude. That's why I shaved. I shaved because I had a super bad head cold, and I cannot stand blowing my nose into a mustache and beard. Oh, that is annoying. Yeah, it's one of the most repulsive things in the world. So, all right. Talk to you guys on social media, and we will see you next week. Yes. Happy birthday.